Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Everybody, we're back and we are doing another Heilige Hachzik. Day number 67, Wednesday, Perak Dalit Mishnah Ches. And we're going to be doing two Mishnayot today. Mishnah Ches and Mishnah Tes. Bezrat Hashem, let's do this. Omer. He would tell us, and this is a continuation from Rabbi Yishmael. From Rabbi Yishmael. And he's continuing telling us about how to be done, people. Do not done. Do not be a judge by yourself. Because only Hashem is the one who can die by himself. And don't say to them that you guys have to accept my, uh, my, my understanding, meaning you had them come in. Sorry, I won't be done by myself. I'll take two other people to be a bezin of three, but you guys better listen to me. You better accept for my opinion. Because because look, they are there. They have a right to their own opinion. They don't have to go and give in to you. Then this also has to do with the mission before of pulling yourself away from din. Although the Gemara Sanhedrin tells us, based on the mission of that, you could die by yourself. Still, don't do that. Have other people with you. Have them done with you. You could make mistakes. You need help with this. And so therefore, So that at least you did what we learned in the Mishnah before this, a Mishnah Zion, which is that you, you kind of pulled yourself away from the judgment somewhat by not having it completely rely on you. Because only one is Dan Yechidi, which is, only a mumcha. Now, a person is meant to look at himself as this, I'm not that mumcha. Yeah, I mean, you'll have your, your, your gedali had there once in a while who are so pushed into um, a corner that they have to go about it. But that's for the gedali had there. Uh, for those who aren't, don't go and say, tell yourself that you're a mumcha. That, no. Instead, you have um, others with you. So you decided, yeah, I'm going to be left in the Sadin, I'm going to go, and I'm going to bring others with me. But don't go afterwards and force them to have to be with you. But, but I'm the prophet. So now we're back to you believing you're a mumcha. They have to go and listen to me. If not for my anivas, because I'm so humble, that's why I took them. But don't make me pay for my humility. No, no, no. That's not real humility. If they go and they accept what you said, so then great. But if not, then you have no right to go into force them. Next missioner. Rabbi Nathan would say, anyone who's going to deter from when he is Oni, when he is unfortunately destitute, he's poor. In the end, he'll have what he needs. He'll be an Osher. Hashem will take care of him. He'll be able to keep the Torah through Ashirut and vice versa. If somebody's an Osher and you just can't find the time to go and sit and learn Torah, unfortunately, he's going to end up being somebody who can't find the time when he is an Oni. Rabbi Nathan Oni. That he goes and he presses himself for time. And he even 
even puts aside his parnasa. Well, somebody today just came up to me and told me about uh, a beautiful uh, uh, afternoon chabura that they have over here. That from four o'clock to six thirty, they do the Orisa program. And he told me a few balabatim, no matter what, they leave their job in the middle and they come over there. They turn off their phones, and that's all. Now, I I don't know, and I hope those balabatim are doing extremely well. I, I hope that they're wealthy and that they're finding time with their wealth so that they fall in Baruch Hashem to those who are wealthy, or I would love to believe that they are the ones who are so full of coming Hashem, meaning maybe they started out poor, but now because they did it this way, they've ended up becoming wealthy, but ultimately it's real, meaning they leave their parnasa that they need, why? In order to have Torah mitzvahs, and he's doing it so for me'ushar, at the end you're going to be doing it for riches. Ki Hashem is going to see, you see how much this guy is pushing to be able to learn his orisa, to be able to do, uh, uh, you know, a half of an Ahmed, uh, a half of a daf, do an Ahmed each day. That's what he's doing. And look how fine he's learning. He's going, Gomar Rashi, even some Taisvas, maybe all the Taisvas, depending on the daf. He's really pushing himself. That's incredible. Let's, why don't we ease it off on him? Why don't we ease off life on him so that he can continue going down that path? Give him so much more time because that's where his rotzen is. That's really what he's pushing himself to be. Let's give him a lot more. He shouldn't have to kill himself over it. Let him sit and learn and enjoy. Yeah, let me just say this outside, that Shlomo Melch himself, right? He went, he's like, I don't need the golden, just give me enough to be able to live. And we know that when Hashem offered him anything, he said, give me Chachma. And this is a mashal to an Evan who the Melch said to him, I'll give you anything, what do you want? And he said, to tell the truth, um, if I just ask him for gold, he'll give me gold, he'll give me silver, just silver. But if I ask for his daughter in marriage, I'll end up getting everything from him regardless. Shlomo Melch asks for Chachma. Shlomo Melch asks for to be able to constantly learn and know you. And Hashem said, to have that, to constantly know me, if that's your chukov, that's your value, that's your drive, your desire, that's your dream. So then, of course, you're going to end up with riches. Of course, you're going to end up with Kesav and Zav and everything else. Because I'm going to take care of you while you go and do that. But, that there are many times and that you could have had so many hours to go and learn, and you didn't. Hashem for all of us, myself included, that there are times that Baruch Hashem, things are going okay, things are going well. And we could have had time, like you have the time on your hands, sit down, open up a safer, or make a, a, some kind of, of a seder with somebody. I don't know, start to write smarm, whatever it is, but do something. And instead you sit and you waste your, your life away on whatever it is on your phone, or stop schmoozing with the people, and not going anywhere. Hashem says, Azay, this guy has so much time. I gave him so much wealth. I gave him so much that he didn't have to worry about anything. And this is what he does with it. I'm going to take that wealth. And now he doesn't say it, but oh, we saw this by, in, in Chobot Lavavot a little bit clearer. I'm going to take that wealth and give it over to somebody who, if I gave him this wealth, then he would be using that time and ends up, so for Lavat Lam, Me'oni, Shisarech Latrach so Hashem saying, you have way too much time in your hand, really? All right, so go ahead and use that time the parnas that you found so dear meaning you are either when you are wealthy you are running towards your parnas and that's what you put your whole brain to and then when you weren't you were just wasting away your time
Well, it looks like uh, you're very good at running after that, Parnasa. And it looks like when you had that time, you just used it for whatever stupidity. So why don't you go ahead, take away that Parnasa, so that you'll have no wasted time, so that your whole drive will be towards Parnasa. And that'll be a good thing for you, because at least in Shemaim, when you come up, we won't have to ask you how come you wasted your time. Because you'll say, what do you mean? I didn't have money, and I had to keep on going and finding I was doing it, Parnasa, for my family. And so you're Isaac in the mitzvah. You end up being an Isaac in a mitzvah of taking care of your family, and that's a wonderful thing. You see, we're not taking away the money as a punishment, Dr. Avish. No, I'm doing it so that you don't have a bill in Shemayim at the end of hundreds, maybe thousands of hours wasted and wasted, and you had all the money in the world to relax on, and then we're going to come at you with a taina. The best thing for you is, is that we come at you and say that Baruch Hashem, you filled all your time trying to make Parnassah. You didn't have much time for learning. Yeah, but when we gave you time, you didn't do it. So it didn't look like you'd ever be doing it either way. But at least, at least you use your time correctly so we have no tightness against you. That's my understanding at least at the end of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yenah put words into Rabbi but that I think is Mashmod from the Mishnah. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.